and you do come back. Exactly. Sometimes those friends will get tired of you being, you know, whatever. In jail. <laughs> For me, <laughs> in jail. For oh me, my. that's what I mean. I am. another episode of mental, mental chillness. chillness i'm still singing Ew. Ew. i always do it with you too i and like then, it <laughs> and then you go mental and then i'm like chillness um i feel like maybe next week i will introduce the accent like i feel like it's safe enough <laughs> we'll be we're comfortable you know, now more than halfway <laughs> if no one is no if if you guys don't know what i'm talking about you see <laughs> Apparently, I have several alter egos that are Irish, Australian, and Felt. British. Felt. You know, so it comes out sometimes. You yeah. Know? You're but just chilling and it just... That was just a tease. Yeah. That was just Maybe next intro. week I'll greet you with the, you know, <laughs> if you're lucky. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hi, everyone. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Thank you so much for being here. Um, welcome to Mental Chillness. I love that um, our group chat is called Mental Trillness. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know about This is my favorite that. thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Jules? I'm doing very well. Oh, um, that's good. You look, you look good. Thanks. Thank you. Um, I'm actually doing a lot better. Um, I'm starting to realize that my social anxiety is getting really bad because I'm really starting to like my alone time. So, but I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. That's awesome that you like um, have that correlation. Yeah. You know, that's cool. How do you feel about like your social anxiety? Um, Right now, I'm actually kind of happy about it because before I was so scared of being alone. And I've probably said this on multiple episodes, so I'm sorry if I sound like a broken record, but I used to be afraid of being alone and kind of like being in my thoughts but now i rather be in my thoughts and accept how i feel to move on yeah. because <clears throat> there are even things excuse me so sorry there are even things from that i that i'm now finding out that i haven't healed from now that i'm actually being able to sit and actually process yeah you know so i'm doing i'm doing every day gets easier so That's i'm good yeah what about you right. tell me about you I'm good. I'm doing good. Um, I've been doing a lot of driving. I'm doing a lot of driving. So uh, all I want to do is like pop a couple squats every three minutes, you know. <laughs> At the gas station. Bro, <laughs> She's like... like it's just it's a lot of sitting. I don't like to. My body, whenever I don't move my body a lot, it like it literally, it literally like hurts. Yeah. <laughs> but also it's because I have like a couple injuries and whatever, but... Yeah, um, I'm really excited to go work out after this. Love. Like, I'm really excited to, like, go squat. <laughs> <laughs> Love that for you. She's like, hits the, new pu- hits the new PR. You know, you know. Jonathan, how are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm good today. Today has been pretty fast. Work, work, work has smooth, and then we got to record today, so it's been pretty decent. <sighs> you guys, we record every Tuesday. 
And it is literally like my favorite new like thing since we started this. Day. Literally, I'm always like when we first started, literally, I put like a lot of focus into like the process of the podcast that my the second half of my week was going to my actual job and I would be so depressed. <laughs> Because I'm like, like, why is it Friday? I'm literally like, I'm making actual money, but damn, what? (laughs) No, but yeah, um, I just wanted to uh, say one quick thing. Um, Through just listening to ourselves and kind of like doing our homework and everything for this podcast and bettering ourselves along the way, I think that it's really important to acknowledge to yourself like the work and the growth that you um are you know doing and gaining but also i think that the one thing that's really cool that i wanted to share out of this process of, of mine is that even though every time i re-listen to an episode And sometimes when I record, I feel like I can do this better. I can do that better. And I can whatever, whatever. I am like, I really have to learn to let go of the things that I cannot like control. But also just learning how to like be better and not bitter. Something that Jewel says all the time. All the time. But like in the sense of like whatever I that I wasn't satisfied with, I'm really happy and grateful that I can see those flaws. And that I can learn from these flaws. And I just want to thank you guys for sitting through all the likes and the like and the like and the like uh, (laughs) and the and like, I'm sorry for all the stutters, all the little, you know, noises, all of the little things. But thank you. Thank you for allowing mental chillness to, you know, exist and entertain. I'm really grateful. And as you are learning and growing, we are learning and growing as well. Just like that. Because there is, and just like she, just like Khan said, um, I am really starting to understand that I can't keep focusing on the things that I cannot control. Because when we do re-listen, we're always like, should we just redo the whole thing? (laughs) And it's like, it's something that's like, no, we can't. It's it's not that like, no, we can't because we have done it. But we got to learn how to do it better. We just have to just learn, grow and understand, hey, these are just the little hiccups that we have to just work on. Yeah. And also just by starting this has like so many things happen to us, like by meeting new people and and stuff like that. I just wanted to encourage anyone that is thinking of starting anything right now to just do it. And it sounds easy, but truly I had such a, st- a problem starting because I couldn't really narrow down to like what I wanted to do and I couldn't whatever. And I was overthinking so much and I was waiting for the right moment to come. And I was waiting for the motivation to spark. I was waiting mm-hmm. for me to feel like this is the best moment and this is when I'm going to do it and it's all going to work out and whatever. And I was just kept, I kept waiting and waiting and waiting for that moment. But that moment's never going to come because I've said this before, mood follows action. You have to just pick a thing and do it. And you have to start there. And then once you start, the biggest, the hardest thing is to start. So once you start when you're like, but that's the thing. When I'm in it, 
bitch, I'm in it. Exactly. I'm in it now. Exactly. And it, it is all about motivation, don't get me wrong, but it's also about the discipline. Mm-hmm. If you want it, go get it, baby. Exactly, because you deserve it. But also, because ain't nobody else going to give it to you. Oof. Okay? You like, got you always. Exactly. Today's episode. Today's episode. Oh, I guess I'll just give it to you this episode. <laughs> I guess the accent's coming out. Um, I feel like since we're introducing them, we're going to have to start naming them. So yeah. you guys can you guys can start naming my personalities. <laughs> Welcome. Johnny, do you know how to do a British accent? Because what if we do one episode where it's full on just... Hello. You've got it just a little bit. <laughs> you cannot stop laughing right now. <laughs> I know you know how to do it, don't you? Fucking Come on, mate. Me. You've got it. You know it. It's in you. I see it. I know he's going to talk. He's going to be like, yeah, just a little bit. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, no. 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 Well, okay. All right. All right. You might. You may get it out of me this episode, but not Johnson. You know. You he know said, he makes you work hard he said, for it. Wrong. Lolo's right here, you fucking Brussels sprout. <laughs> Not the Brussels sprouts. I really enjoy Brussels sprouts. Me too. I, I just love. tried Brussels sprouts. I'm sorry. With sweet teriyaki. What? Oh yeah. God. Oh my God. Like any like Brussels sprouts with like a sweet toy glaze or whatever the fuck. Mm, so good. Love it. Love anyway. it. Love it. All right, everybody. Today's topic is relationships that are bad for your mental health. Right. That's a lot of them. It's a little Yo, deep, I don't know so why sometimes my voice. keep it a little bit light. You're right. But I'm so sorry. Also, sometimes I don't know why my voice turns into like a puberty 13-year-old, you know, when it goes like, ah, ah, ah. I don't know why. That's another one of my personalities. You, know I mean? you don't hear me over here like, <clears throat> I'm like coughing because my voice is like, ah. Or you know when you get like the... The little gulp in your throat, and then your voice turns like into a frog, and you're like, "Oh, into a frog. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god!" <laughs> Every time, <sighs> whatever. Yeah. We're getting intimate. You guys are yeah. just gonna, you, you guys, know, you guys. If you ever meet us, you know everything about us after. Well, just, our yeah. All right, all right, y'all. So I just have a question for everyone. I just wanted to ask, how is your relationship with yourself? For me, I am going to say. A hundred times better every single day. Um, um, sorry. Yeah, no. Keep going. Okay, yeah. Um, I am learning more. Oh, I just sucked my teeth. Sorry. I am learning. I caught it, though. I am learning Ew. more about myself. I am learning more how to treat myself, how to talk to myself. Um, my relationship with myself is... That's such a deep question. I would say if you could say if you are where you want to be or you're a little below that, like that would be like the rating. Every day is progress, I would say, because I am definitely... I feel like every, I feel like your whole life you learn how to 
treat yourself the way that you want to treat yourself in a sense. And mm-hmm. I get you, you come to an understanding like, hey, this is how I want to be treated. This is how, like, people will always treat you the way that you treat yourself. Hell yeah. So I completely understand. And as an adult, I understand that now because sometimes I talk bad about myself and people see that and they're like, oh, okay, well, you call yourself ugly. Why can't I wake up next to you and sometimes be like, whoa, babe, like, you look crazy. Why can't you just fix your hair? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's like... Bitch, you look crazy. No. <laughs> you fix your hair, boy. The fuck? But um, I just now started realizing that it's hard for me to look in the mirror. Yeah? I don't know why. Really? I don't know why. Even and now the that. And the ass? Stop. Oh my God. And the legs? It's hard for me to look in the mirror. And just now, I started, so I, used, I Googled it. I said, how to, how to feel better about yourself. And I started. I started going deeper into like spirituality and then it was like this thing of a like mirror, mirror, um, I have it on my Google, hold on. And it was like mirror something and you have to like stare at yourself in the mirror for a few like minutes a day. So I started doing it and I could only, the first time that I ever did it, I could only do it for like maybe five seconds. And then I started doing it for like 10 seconds. And then I started, but like, what's the purpose of it? It's supposed to like, so you feel comfortable. I do it. The only reason why I think I started to feel less comfortable looking at myself in the mirror is because I'm starting to lose my hair and I'm starting, it's like a little bit deeper. Yeah. My hair's falling out. Why? Stress. Girl. And I think that's why my social anxiety, I think Mm. it's just something deeper that I just don't want to be looked at so that I know it's something deeper. I have been there, like, I have felt that way before, like, to where, like, I completely, like, switch, and, yeah. like, I, st- and I think that um, while you're in this, like, phase of awakening, like, self-awakening, and, like, self-realization, and, like, in this process of you learning yourself, once you start feeling and knowing what you are comfortable with and what you are actually okay with and like how you view things and where you hold your values, that's when you start to, I think, separate from people. And that's when it gets a little bit harder to be around people because you become more selective of who you want to be around. And that's why when you say like, how do you treat yourself? Right now, I'm learning the most that I've ever learned about myself to the point where all I want to do is be with myself Yeah. to understand why I'm being so selective right now. Even going to my friend's house, even going to parties, even sometimes being around my, my family, my mom. Like, I'm just so selective right now that it's like... I think you're trying um, to protect your energy more consciously. 100%. And that's why. And it's even to the point where my family's energy sometimes is just too much for me. Mm-hmm. So right now, the way that I'm treating myself is just understanding who I am as a as a woman now, because I'm like going through that transition of understanding that I'm not in high school anymore. I'm not a little girl. I don't live with my mom or my family anymore. <clears throat> Excuse me. From I'm an adult. I'm a woman. I have a podcast. I have people like looking at me. And that's why it's like social anxiety is so hard for me now. And then to hear you, you know, say, hey, you know, I'm actually doing so much better with my social anxiety. And for me to have like that switch, it's like, 
it's different. It's and for me, anybody who knows me, I'm such a social butterfly, and I always like want to be. I want to be the center mm-hmm. of attention. I'm an Aries. Hey, you know, I always want to be the center of attention. I want. I want this. I want that. But it's like right now, it's like I, I don't want any okay. of it. I think you're recharging. Yeah. Um. I I had a I had my first project idea. Um. Which I, I think a lot of my friends know, but it was called Cocoon. And it was basically like the entire. I'm sorry, I don't know what this word. Metamorphosis, metamor, metamorphosis. You know the fucking butterfly cocooning. Metamorphosis, yeah. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, so it was the, the whole project was basically about that process, and it was me. Like I, I like I was in my cocoon, and what I'm showing you is what I'm showing you. I'm yes. I'm flying. I'm blooming. Um and. I told my therapist that because I, I, I said that like sometimes I want to just crawl back in. Not because of anyone, because of me. I just want to crawl back in. I just have things to work on and I have just, I just have things to do. And this is what I can offer the world right now. And this is what I'm going to offer myself right now. Yeah. And like, I think that, that you're, you're okay for like, it sucks that the social anxiety is heightened, but you know. I hope that you know that you're okay. Hundred percent. You know? And that's the thing. I know that this is just a time in my life that I've never had this this time where I just I want to be alone. I want to actually be able to sit in my thoughts. Like I literally walked up to my the uh to my friend's door. We were gonna hang out. I walked up to the door and I looked at her and I said, "I want to go home. I'm so sorry. I don't want to cancel. I don't. I don't want to like. Please don't feel any type of way. But I just I want to go home." And she was like, "No, it's okay." Kind of got like an attitude at first, but she was like, I understand. Like, and I said, I just want to be home. I want to lay in my bed. I just want to be alone. She understood. She got it. But that is such a big thing for me because I would usually just sit in a room where I don't want to be. Yeah. Even though I didn't want to be there, I would just do it because I knew the other person. I'm such a people pleaser. I would sit there in the room because I know that they want my company, even though I didn't want to be there. Yeah. So for me to sit, stand at the door and we're literally about to unlock the door mm-hmm. and me know my energy and know that I want to be alone and to realize it and to sit there and say, hey, I actually don't want to be here was like mind blowing to me. I cried in the yeah. car. I was like, oh, snap, 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 snap for that. Like, I am go. still learning. How to treat myself. I'm and proud it is, of you. No, it's an amazing journey. And I'm so sorry for the people that reach out. And sometimes it takes me days. I'm still learning, processing, healing. And it's just, it's honestly, it's such a beautiful thing. Learning about yourself and learning about what you want, what you don't want. I'm grateful. Nice. Yeah. Love it. Yes. Love it. What about you? Uh, my relationship with myself yes. is, I would say, in a good place. Um, I would say that we are progressing and we are constantly working on it. Um, I I am very grateful to be where I am with myself, like physically, mentally, emotionally, everything. And it has taken me work to get here, but I'm in a place where I can say that like confidently, no matter what happens, I understand now fully. I got myself and I also understand that I need other people as much as they need me. I don't need to go through this world alone. So I have a good relationship with myself. 
And so I try to work on and constantly, um, you know, like progress with my relationship with other people. You love that. Yeah. Jonathanos. Guys, I saw this meme that says like Thanos. What is it? Thanos is short for Jonathanos. And I immediately sent it to Jonathan. And I immediately changed his Change name his in name. my phone to Jonathanos. Is that how you say it? Jonathanos. I think so. Yeah, Jonathan? I think so. Too. Amazing. <laughs> how is your relationship with yourself? Right now, my relationship with myself is pretty good. Um, I, cause like, I, uh, I'm. It's getting better. What I should say, not that it's good. It's getting better and that I can see a clearer path on which direction that I want to go to. And like a lot of the fog that I was um, feeling a few weeks back has now like cleared up. Nice. So now that I am like getting through that fog of like, I guess sometimes I call them waves because it's like Mm -hmm. up and down. So Mm -hmm. the down part, now I'm going back up is, um, Damn, I lost my train of thought. Uh, sorry. Your but I'm getting with better. Yourself is getting better. Yeah, that, yeah. I love it. I love that you call it waves. I call I call it the light at the end of the tunnel when I'm like, bro, I've been in the shit. But I see the light at the end of the tunnel. That's when I'm like, okay, okay. It's fine. We're we're get we're getting out. Like what we're, we're gonna feel like this for a little bit more, but we're getting out. I see it now. I see exactly. I see what the fuck I was doing this work for. And that's the best possible way to even explain how you're feeling is fog Mm -hmm. because to sit here and to still be able to see your goals and to see your future and to see and to know what you want but there's just some things in the way that sometimes you just have to go through things that you just have to go through through life and through relationships and through friendships and through the workplace, but you just, it's just fog, things you have to go through to get to the place that you want to be. Yeah. Exactly. You know, so that's the best way to put it. I love, he just used this terminology sometimes, and I'm like, go on, Jonathan. Snap, snap. You guys all have done. Oh my God. My friends are so tired of me talking about this show. So if you know, you know. And if you don't, start watching it so we can start talking about it together. But if you know, please Bruh. like, subscribe. Yes. All right. Come Review. on, besties. Um, we Let would us know love in the comments. it and appreciate it if you guys leave us reviews. We just want to hear what you want to say. That's all. Okay, just, back yeah. to the topic. So I just wanted to share a couple of like, if we're going to talk about relationships that are bad for your mental health, some of the signs that indicates that that relationship is lacking in some way or is like, you know, is not balanced or is a toxic relationship in some way is a lack of communication, um, a lack of support, dishonesty, lack of trust, um, patterns of disrespect. Uh, They don't like no encouragement of like your passion. You feel defensive all the time, the passive aggressive and stuff like that. So I just wanted to ask Johnny first, um, are guys, are guys like truly in your experience, are guys truly able to express themselves to their friends? Like whether it be guy friends, girlfriends, especially with guy friends, but Mm. like, and and this is like friendship wise, like friendship wise only. Yeah. Like are guys like, are, are you really, are you, are you truly able to express yourself or do you in some way still don't like fully express back. yourself because you think that you're a hold to like a certain standards of what you should be? 
No, you can't talk to anyone. I have like one person. That's, that's it. Like one friend that you feel comfortable to actually and then, be. And at that, it's like still holding back a lot of information. Is that a uh, is that a guy friend? Yeah. Is and that, then girlfriend, no, I wouldn't, no, not at all. Is it safety? Like a is it because like a sense of safety that you have to feel with them? Is it a sense of trust? It's really I don't know how. Oh my god! See, okay. I I had a friend reached out to me and said the same thing, which which was like basically how I got this idea to ask this question is because he wanted me to bring it up. Is that like sometimes guys cannot truly like express how they are or be like how they are in that moment in time at all to in front of their guy friends or whatever. Like guys are really not um <laughs> like being themselves to each other. 100%. Like, you, like, put up a wall. Almost. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I mean, it depends. Because there's, like, group of friends that you'll see that, like, yeah, they're really close. Because mm-hmm. they, they probably grew up together. But, like, I don't know. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I just, I just, like, I just think it's interesting that you said it's because you don't know how to. Like, yeah. I, I really don't know how to. It's more part of, like, expressing myself and bringing up the words to figure out how to say it. Yeah, and then considering their feelings, I feel like, and then also like, I also considering their feelings, but I'm also considering do they have the, do they even have the capacity to accept my burden just for that thirty minutes, forty minutes that we do have a conversation? Do they even have enough to to hold that down because they're probably going through a lot? So it's like you know, that's extremely considerate of you, and I think that you can just communicate that and just ask like, oh, one thing that. Because I also don't know how to talk. I also don't know how to communicate. To just today, I was telling my therapist, like, girl, I don't know how to do it. Like, it's scary. I don't know why. For sure, it's scary. But, but for me, it's really just, I don't know how to. Like, if I had, a, I do have a friend that I can talk about it and how I'm feeling. Like, if I'm at a real low, low, like, I have someone I can reach out to. But it's like, sometimes you don't want to scare them with how low. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> Thank you for your answer. <laughs> and then one more. What about your partners? Like, do you do you not act? Like, do you not, like, break down at a certain time? Or do you not break down at all? Or do you not show this or that? Because you think that you have to uphold this certain image or standard of what a man should be or how a man should act in front of his partner. Okay, so when I was younger... Like, definitely had more walls. Mm-hmm. But now as I'm older, I realize that really, like, not talking to them about feelings and stuff didn't work out at all. Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't help the situation. I just felt worse inside. Yeah. Like, holding everything in and just not expressing it. And as I grew older and through different relationships and, like, talking to different people, not even in relationships, but, like, probably just getting to know people, um, realizing that. I have to say what I'm feeling in order for something to work. Because if I don't say what I'm feeling, it's going to eat me and keep eating at me. And when I let it do that, then it turns out into like passive aggressiveness towards Mm -hmm. them. And it's not even their fault. It's just mm -hmm. something that I can't even build up the courage to even say the the words. We're the same person. Why are we the same person? No, you guys are. So then as I got older... 
I definitely made sure to make sure that my feelings are understood and accepted and I'm not going to let you shit on my feelings. And so I stand by my feelings when I do have them. Yes. Regardless of how like my partner feels, because obviously they're going to have their feelings and I expect them to stand by their feelings. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not accepting their feelings or compromising towards them, they have the right to get mad at me because I'm not accepting what they're saying. Well, not what they're saying, but their feelings. Mm -hmm. And I, and I expect them to accept my feelings. So if something's bothering me, vice versa, if I feel good today, do you feel good today? Shit like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's a sign of a good relationship, communication. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I love your vulnerability and I love that you can tell when you're being passive aggressive when it's not their fault, but mm-hmm. it's just you your lack of communication of you just being in your own head. Mm-hmm. Because for me, sometimes I have those things where I'm just like, I just don't want to have that moment of if I tell you how I'm feeling. And I always get scared of judgment. Yeah, I always feel like if I tell you this, I don't want you to judge me because, hey, what if it's just a jealousy of a friend of yours? You know, like I just don't mm-hmm. ever want to go through that judgment. So I feel like sometimes I just say, Jules, you're crazy. Just stop th- thinking those thoughts instead of communicating. And then I do have those moments of passive aggressive. Yeah. So to, for you to sit here and say, like, you can realize you're just being passive aggressive and you just communicate like that's so powerful from a guy like because guys Yo, are so passive aggressive listen, y'all guys are like you're texting week. your second boyfriend and you're like what on last week's episode that's powerful on, on one of the questions was like how do you take shit from people now that you wouldn't before and jonathan said i'd never take shit from anybody and i wanted a little deep dive and we finally got it this week Period. we're peeling johnny like an onion yeah <laughs> little by little we've got it all right everyone so I just want to start with the main thing, right? I want to talk about your experience with people that dismiss your mental illnesses and your mental well-being and they don't take it as seriously. Um, Because definitely I have really learned to assess my relationships Once I started noticing how people were taking me when I'm having a panic attack, when I'm expressing how I feel, when I can't express how I feel, when I'm just literally crying. Like, I don't expect anyone to baby me. I don't expect anyone to do anything. But I also will not take it if you make me feel bad about it, Mm -hmm. you know, and if you're not considerate and then you tell me that I'm crazy. Like, what's your experience? Because I think that that's a relationship that is bad for your mental health. Yeah. Like, and a lot of people that deal with mental illnesses and just a lot of illnesses in general, I think that's what make or break a relationship where it can. It's like how seriously you consider this person's like pain and, you know, situations and whatever. So like, have you ever had anyone dismiss your shit? You know? <laughs> and it, I don't want to shit on this person and I'm sorry. Shit on this. No, I'm just kidding. We're, lo- we're so But lo- it's my mom. Oh. My mom was always. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That, no, don't say sorry, you know, but it's it was my mom that always would well, say actually, like. Well, actually, that's really relatable because a lot of parents. Are, you know, it was whenever I think of someone doing who would, that. you know, who would dismiss my feelings or just say like move on or like I would go through a breakup and she would say like okay just go sleep with someone else or you know like she would just like it's just the person that I wouldn't 
I would go to my feelings for it because I would say like, oh, well, that's my mom. I need validation. I need this. I need that. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was always as soon as I went, it was like, I don't need that kind of comfort, you know? Yeah. So it was definitely someone that I wouldn't say she dismissed my feelings. She, you know, listens. She's sad. She hugs me. But it was never the kind of comfort that I wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. You know, it was always like the, oh, well... Life's hard. Life's a bitch. And you're like, yeah. okay, it's not what I wanted to hear right now. You yeah. know, so it's like, it's definitely hard coming from someone that you want to admire and, and you love so much. You know, I learned that that similar lesson through kind of like a relationship-based lesson, like a romantic relationship, meaning that like um, when I was going through a really hard time, like, really really bad time with my anxiety and my depression and like when I was really really low I would always I would I would literally only put time and attention to this one person who I wanted to make me feel better anyone else that tried did not matter their efforts did not matter because I was only looking for it from this one person and then I had to accept that I can go and see them and I can whatever, whatever. But like, I have to accept that they themselves, the substance that they are providing does not align with how I need to be helped and comfort and loved and whatever. And then I had to accept that I was doing that to myself. I was kind of like a moth to like a flame because I just specifically wanted that person their validation, their support, their love. And then I had to like swallow that like, you know, like uh, rude awakening that like, dude, you're literally, you're not looking for help in the right place. And you need to stop that. Even if you love that person, you want that person, even if that person is your mother and you constantly want her to be the one to make it all better. But when you go to her, she doesn't comfort you in the ways that you need. You have to accept that, like, you know, I'm so sorry for making you cry. I'm sorry. But, like, you deserve to... You deserve the validation, the right validation and the right comfort. And you deserve to be loved in the ways that you need. And settling for anything besides that, even if it's from someone that you want, love and whatever. I don't know. I don't think that you should put that before yourself. I think you, yourself, your soul would appreciate it so much more. Yeah. Like for me, I'm sorry I'm crying. No, I'm (laughs) sorry you're crying. I'm sorry I made you cry. It's okay. It's just like I think a deeper hurt. But I feel like I would always go to my mom for things, either good things or bad things. And I feel like as a kid, since she wasn't really around, I always, I craved like that validation Mm -hmm. from her. I craved that like I'm proud of you. You're doing good. Yeah. You're I craved for it. Like I came home with like a good grade or anything. Like I craved for her to even just hug me. So like for now, you know, starting the podcast and anything. Like I still I hate that as an adult. I still crave for that mm-hmm. validation. And now I see myself as an adult 
even with friends, even with anything, I still crave for validation. And that's why now I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I have to do this for me. I have to understand that I don't need anybody to be proud of what I'm doing but myself. I can't keep seeking for everybody because no one's looking for me. I have to look for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry for getting so emotional, but it's just no, like, it's the, like the realization that's like, who cares who's looking? Do it mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. So I'm sorry yeah. for getting emotional. But no, yeah. stop saying sorry. <laughs> I know. Girl, that's why we got to get rid. Not get rid, but that's why we got to uh, step away from yeah. these relationships that are about for your mental health. I don't know what is happening. <laughs> I, I'm trying to be Irish so bad, but it, like, it went from British cold. to Australian because I kept saying mate. And then I was like, oh, that is Australian. Our hey. thing is every time she walks in the house, we're all like, hello, mate. Hello. 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 hello, hello. And we're all hitting with the hello. I literally answer the phone like, hello, mate. Hold on. Hold on. I'm having like an epiphany right now. Hold up. Jonathan has definitely said hello. <laughs> yeah. Don- wait, hold on. Wait. Jonathan has definitely wait. talked to me in a British accent before. Wait, wait hold on. Why are you shy? <laughs> Sir, Johnny. I've definitely heard hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, say, we're peeling him like an onion. And in the group chat every morning, yeah. whoever wakes up first. Top of the morning. Top of the morning. Top of the morning, <laughs> y'all. Um, so... <laughs> How do you feel about losing your friends and other relationships in your life because of your partner? And I bring that up because I think that that's a really common thing. And I feel like a lot of people have gone through that, are going through that. You know, like, I feel like that's a really common theme of, and I've definitely isolated myself because of my partner, whether it be they had a problem with everybody or everybody had a problem with them. (laughs) Yeah. Now, sitting here, I can confidently say that I'm literally going to, I'm not going to date anybody that cannot, like, be around my friends, talk to my friends, that I can't bring around my friends. I feel any type of way about sharing to my friends Mm -hmm. because now i know that that's a red flag girl you know (laughs) so rephrase the question one more time okay so um basically like your experience and how have you grown and what you've learned from your experience of kind of like sacrificing other relationships in your life for this for your partner and from a sense, from the lens of them asking that for from you, you know what I'm saying? Because that's a toxic relationship. That's bad for your mental health. This person is isolating you, and kind of like I wouldn't say like manipulating you, but kind of it's they're isolating you into only having them. Yeah, that's the that's Ooh. the gag. That's the that and that's the gag. The gag. <laughs> oh my god! But I feel like when you're so wrapped up in that, like my past relationship um, with my last ex boyfriend, he told me, "I don't want you friends with gay girls because I know <gasps> that you like girls." So he's like, "I don't want you friends with girls that like girls because you guys are gonna go to the bathroom and coochie bump." I don't know what he thought. But, <laughs> Not the coochie bump. And, it sucks because I was so wrapped up. We do be coochie bumping in there, boy. <laughs> he said, wow, wow. But, <laughs> but now that I think about it, in the moment, I was like, it makes sense. Like, I don't want him to feel insecure. I want him to know that I yeah, care you're trying about to him, accom- that I love accommodate him. Accommodate them. He manipulated me. And I, I was like 
considering my beliefs and everything that I stand for, because we love women on this side, okay? We care. <laughs> we love. You know what I mean? We we're, love. We're so, I just want to say last week's episode, every time I listen to it, there's this one part that stands out to me, and it's at the end when Jules is telling you guys word to word. She said, we just literally look at each other in the eyes <laughs> and talk. And I'm like, Jules, how gay can we how be? How lesbian like, are we? <laughs> 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 Let's be honest. But anyway, yeah, love no, women, but love women. <laughs> it's so crazy how in the moment I'm literally being manipulated and I'm literally changing my beliefs for someone that I'm so in love with in that moment. Mm-hmm. I'm literally willing to sacrifice and leave all of my gay friends for someone in that moment I care about. And that's to accommodate their insecurity. Insane. That to think that all my gay friends, y'all know who you are. I was not gonna be friends with y'all. Like it, it was gonna be bye bye. Oh my god! For someone that I was with, not even a year. Yeah. And oh I my was god! Willing Isn't that to, insane? That's insane. Oh my for god! For him to feel happy and confident and okay. You know how many? And I, I just want to, I just want to say that uh, I've had a lot of experiences with losing guy friends because of their girlfriends. Yeah. Like I ain't doing shit. <laughs> But you think that I'm out here plotting to steal your man. <laughs> but, girl, I value my friends. Like, I value my friends. I do not, like, I don't cross my boundaries with my friends. I do not like the shit where I eat. Like, yeah. that's me. Yeah, I don't yeah. like that yeah, shit. Yeah, we spoke about that. So, when these girls are out here assuming, and then I have to, like, lose my guy. Like, I understand. Like, I understand. Yeah, you know, get, do I, you. But then again, do you. Because the when, that's, when that's done... We're going to be friends again. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. You know, like, that's not my, I don't take it personal. stop being friends with you the minute that you say that he can't be friends with me, so. <laughs> but, like, the thing is, like, bro, I'm out here, like, losing my, like, best guy friends and whatever. Not losing them, but, like, you know, I am not talking to them for whatever, whatever reasons. And it's because of their girlfriend's insecurities. Period. Whatever. It's... That's in the past. Yeah. But I also have experienced my boyfriend. Yeah. My ex-boyfriend. Ooh. Angst. Engaged. Engaged. Oh, God. oh, oh all of them actually. No, no actually, oh. yeah, that one and the other one. I only, I only really, I've only had. I'm just like still three shocked that you, I know about that. I know bro. until we're on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I've been engaged, and I'm like oh, trying to swallow the pill, and that's the gag. How many times am I? Gonna, that's my new thing now. I guess. Sorry, been watching a lot of drag shows. What about you, Jonathan? How, what is your like? Um, what is your experience with, and how do you feel, and how have you grown from your experience with losing, sacrificing different relationships in your life oh, you know for your that. partner because your partner asked you to, or you know, of whatever situation it may be, you're essentially sacrificing a relationship for them. Okay, so like Jules said, like. Um I'm sacrificing these people for your insecurities. Now that she said that, like, I realized that's what I did. Mm-hmm. And because, like, when I was younger and I moved in with this girl and then, like, I said one lie that, like, spiraled the relationship down. And the and the lie was that I didn't buy a ticket to Sunset. And I did buy a ticket to Sunset. <laughs> I'm sorry. So like I, I was 18 though. It was like I was gonna be my first festival. Like I'm going. I'm going. So yeah. my boys are going. Like, every, like so we just bought Aww. the tickets. So I didn't end up going. 
and then um, she made me like lose touch with that friend. <gasps> and then, like over the years, because we were together for like three years, and um, it just got progressively worse. Like she would go through my phone, anything that like any messages that she felt were typed funny. Like she would want me to cut off that person, uh, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Oh so God. then I, I, it got really bad, and I kept accommodating to her because, like, I don't know, we're living together, and I'm really trying to say no, like, because mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I get it. Like, I guess the best word would be, "I'm comfortable." Mm-hmm. I was comfortable. Like, I don't want to uproot everything and just leave. Yeah, which I ended up doing anyways. Yeah, I left the car, left the apartment. I, I, I had to start from zero after I left her because like it was so bad that I just took whatever my clothes, my dog, and said, I that's left. my dog. I, I was homeless. Oof. I said, fuck all that. I'm going to do what I have to do to be on my own because I'm never going to go through that again. And so now I'm, I wouldn't let that happen because I appreciate my friends and my partner should appreciate their friends mm-hmm. because you should have friends everybody should have Hell friends yeah, because you should be lives. able to go out to the club with your friends you should be able to go out fucking to your friend's house and drink wine and talk shit and do all that yes. because you know there's other people you guys need to talk to as well not okay. just me and um so yeah i wouldn't let that happen again that's just one thing that i went through really badly and through my experience i wouldn't want anyone else to go through that because so much time goes by the longer you stay with that person and then you come back from after you break up with that person, not saying that you might break up with them, but like if you do and you come back and to your friends and everything that you missed, it really hurts. Mm-hmm. And when I came back to my friends and realized how much I actually missed and all the growth that they went through and all the stuff, the troubles they went through, all the adventures they went on, fucking f- trips that I missed out on, it just really hurt birthdays. me a lot. Mm-hmm. Birthdays, definitely the birthdays, oh, my birthday. And it just like it hurt coming yeah. back and having everybody have all the memories together and i was invited to everything and i just never could go yeah that i wouldn't go sometimes those friends won't be there for when you do come back exactly sometimes those friends will get tired of you being you know whatever in jail (laughs) for me in jail for oh me, my. that's what I mean. I, and it's not even that I feel like you just dropped like some bombs. Like, <laughs> girl, what? Locked up, they won't. Let oh me no. Out. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That is but okay. all right, I have the next question yes, for ma'am. you guys. Are you guys ready? What's up? <laughs> Give it to me. Alrighty. <laughs> if someone could narrate your life alive or dead, <laughs> who would you want it to be? I love this random ass question. <laughs> I just want to, you know, make it a little bit comedic. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. I don't know, like, an actual name, mm-hmm. right? An actual person. But I would want to get a drag queen. Yeah. To narrate my life. <laughs> like, I feel like um, I have absorbed yeah. the whole another energy. persona, which is that. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that would be very entertaining. Could you imagine? A hundred percent. Hell yeah. Who would you be like marry your life? To be honest, Obama. Oh <laughs> I really like the way he talks. <laughs> Johnny 
<laughs> for me, it's like two people. It's either Eric Andre or Morgan Freeman. Oh my, oh god, my god, that is so chaotic. Eric yeah, exactly Andre is the most would him chaotic to... person ever. Because I feel like he would narrate stuff that's not going on. <laughs> oh and my god, so you're that right. would be the funniest. Yeah, and that would be the funniest part. You're right. Because if it was the only listening thing and there was only narrating and there was no visuals to it, they would think my pants are coming off. <laughs> Okay, now my pants are coming off. Oh right my now. god, that's so. <laughs> that is so fucking funny. Um, all right, all right, all right, all right. I want to ask real quick how you. Okay, so I, you know how there are like friends and then associates, associates, associates. We love that. Somebody say that word, please. Associate, associate. <laughs> Associate. 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 Associates. Associates. There we go. So there are friends. Associates. Mm There you go. And then like more like more casual relationships and stuff like that. So uh how do you feel? And uh, keep in mind, all the questions that I'm asking are in reward, in in some kind of regard to I think a, a relatable aspect of relationships that are bad for your mental health, because you are in some way somehow doing something that is untrue to you, and so therefore, like that's stressful. And how do you feel about like friendships that are like very much like surface level, that are very much like for face, like for the clout. Like it's not really there's there's no really substance, but you're you know like do you, how do you feel about that? Do you think that is that something that you have you keep? Is that necessary? Do you think like because I see a lot of that. There are a lot of relationships and a lot of um, uh, showcase showcases of relationships. For because now everything is by network and everything is by connect, whatever social media, whatever. So like then, I I see a lot of like things that look like they're not real, and 100%. I know that they're not real because I be knowing that they're not real. You be knowing, hundred you know? percent. Yeah. Um, I know personally if it works for them and they want to do that, do it. But me personally, I know that I couldn't do it because mentally. I need something that is a little bit more real and a little bit more authentic. And maybe it's because my whole life, everyone kind of treated me a little bit mean and wasn't really true to me. And I just have a lot of a, a lot of trauma of people not being their true, authentic self with me. A boy went up to me one time in middle school and said, stop telling people you're dating me. I only dated you for a dare. <gasps> so I feel like people always tend to be their fake self with me. Even to the, like, to this day, like people say like, oh, I'm so like, I'm happy for you, girl. I'm ha-. And then I click on their page and it says like, like follow back or like, they're like not even following me. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. Like, I mean, I don't, it doesn't bother me at all, but yeah. it's like, I couldn't have like that fake persona of like oh my god yeah girl hey like for insta boop, takes that pic and then it's like just like for the world to see like mm-hmm. to have like that just like you said for clout i it's if it works for you that's awesome but for me i really like to have like that connection yeah i couldn't do it johnny you make music 
and you work with like you know people like does that do you see that a lot and do you feel that from people like they're just kind of like not really their surface level with you but they're really using like, like just for the cloud just whatever. for yeah just for insta Oh, I've never been that popular for people to do that to me. <laughs> being honest, it's a great uh, thing though. That's like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not that cool. <laughs> no, no, I only ask. Really I only ask because when it's when it comes to art, mm-hmm. whether it be music, like you know, like art, art, clothing, whatever. Like when it comes to like creative art and stuff like that, I think that in every field. There are people that admire you and want to be known with you, want to be seen with you, or want to take your work. And they don't, you know. I don't know. Mm, like I've, 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 I haven't experienced that. Like I said, I'm not that popular. <laughs> I'm not. That people popular. don't want to steal from me, <clears throat> bro. He made a fucking remix to the Grey's Anatomy theme song. Oh, it's amazing, girl. Can you drop that right now? Like, <laughs> pull it up. Pull it's it up. absolutely insane. Pull it up, Con. This question's for you because yes, you always call yourself a grandma. What kind of old person things do you think you do? <laughs> like, what you always call yourself? She says, "I'm a grandma. I'm a grandma." Lights out by eight. Like, what? I don't. What okay. makes you call yourself a grandma? I in in the my mindset. Yeah, I'm a very old like mindset person. I'm very particular. Yeah. I'm very much. Like, when I say that I'm a grandma, it's, like, in the sense of I don't know how to use technology. I don't know how to use technology at all. Like, at all. Right? And I don't really... And then, like, truthfully, bro, like, I'm not around, like, a lot of 23-year-olds. So I don't... When I am around a lot of 23-year-olds, I'm like, damn, this is how y'all are. But then I'm like... You're not the weird one. I'm the weird one because yeah, no. I feel like I'm a grandma. Like yeah. I don't want to do any of that. I definitely feel you on the technology though. Like you, I saw you do the lyric thing, and I was trying to learn how to do it. And I said, <laughs> oh my god, bitch! Whenever I figure out something on Instagram, I'm like, Woo, we did it. I said I was literally gonna text you and say so. Oh my god, it's on the. It's one of the features on the effects, not so. like the the filter effects, but like up here, that, and then. There's a thing called caption. Or if you're... I think you have to update it, but there's a feature called caption. Yeah. And that's you, how you caption your videos I on Instagram like, stories, everyone. Thank you. learned something new today, so you got it up? Oh. Yeah, I do have it up. I just didn't know if you really wanted to listen of to it. Of course you want to listen to it. <laughs> if, are, you, are, are you okay with sharing it? Yeah, I don't mind. Oh my gosh, you guys. It's amazing. Okay, play it. Play it. Wait, do you want to play it like this, or do you want to cut it and play it? Um, I'm just gonna play it so I know where exactly to cut it. Yeah, but it's gonna sound way hard, more high quality than what than what we're hearing right now. Okay. All right. <laughs> bopping in my fucking house like it's fire i can actually send that to you if you want it yes please. <laughs> send it to the group chat because i want it to uh, I bet, bet. hell yeah 
All right. Ready? What are some red flags you should watch out for your daily life? Like, just living through your daily life. What are some red flags that you're like, whoa, watch out there, buddy. You almost got me, but I got you first. I don't know if there's like a red flag, red flag. Red flag Maybe it's red for flag. me. I love, I love how she's so Vietnamese, but she's so ghetto. Like, Con, <laughs> me and Con, listen, we went to a party together for the first time. We hung out, we got lit, and we were the most ghetto. When I tell oh you, like, gosh. me and Con were crumping, Yo, like, we were so. I do not know why I'm like this. <laughs> when I was younger, people always asked, like, People would always wonder, like, why are you, like, why do you sound like, where do you, where are you from? Like, why do you sound like that? I'm like, are you just asking why I sound so fucking ghetto? (laughs) Like, like, why I talk like this? Why I talk like that? Okay, the reason why I don't say, okay, so maybe it's a red flag for me. But I don't like to complain a lot. I like to watch what I say. I like to, you know, I don't, you know, whatever. That's me. Mm-hmm. I appreciate other people who also are careful with their words and are in, in just the way that they operate, like if they're mindful of that and such. And so when I'm first meeting someone, I'm really observant of the way that they react to things and the way that they talk to themselves and then the way yeah. that they joke. Mm-hmm. Because all of that to me, like, if you are constantly jabbing at yourself and you're constantly, like, putting yourself down in all the ways that you are expressing yourself in the first, like, whatever of me meeting you, um, I, our, our energy would not match because I I don't do that to my, myself. And I'm not saying that as in, like, I'm higher than. It's yeah. more so that I'm kind of, like, watching out for my energy so that, I can flow on a positive light. And for me, what works for me is that I like to watch what I say. So I have to be with other people who are mindful as well. Because if not, then I would be absorbing your energy. Mm. And so like that's a that's a thing that I look out for. Or not even look out for, but I'm very it's aware like of flag. that when I am watching people and observing people. I love that. You know? What about you, Johnny? What do you think? <clears throat> What's a red flaggy flag? What's a red flag you going in friendships like, and relationships? Like or just everyday life, like, like everyday life. life, like daily, just like. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, I'm gonna be really honest with y'all. I'm fucking oblivious to a lot of stuff. So I be Same in my here, own though. world, and at my job, I'm really the only one there, and I go there every day. <laughs> and then you know, I got like this little routine. You really in your own. Uh, yeah, and then I ride my motorcycle. It's like there's really no one else around me when I ride my motorcycle. Yeah. And then, um, so red flags would be probably by my like from me. The mm. red flags I noticed are probably from myself, yeah. like being in my own world so yeah. much like that. Or we love that. Um, procrastination. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so like I know I procrastinate a lot daily, so that would be my red flags. So I'd say the red flags that I see daily would probably be coming from me. Not always big red flags. Sometimes they're little. Sometimes they're yellow flags, you know. <laughs> sometimes they're yellow flags. Oh, my God. Oh, it goes from red, orange, yellow to white. You know. Or is it green? It's green flag? Green flag. I got flag. some green flags, yeah. Bitch. Um, a big part of relationships 
is learning what to put up with, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There are certain relationships that sometimes it requires you to sacrifice a part of yourself. Mm-hmm. A part of yourself, a part of your life. Like if you're really young and you have to like put everything aside to take care of somebody, that's you like giving up your freedom to like take care of like a loved one or whatever. Like me living under the same roof as my parents, I sacrificed like 60-70% of my true self because I was not operating in that most of the days because I was in that house. Same and so I had to move out so that I can learn and explore and be myself. That's what I mean when it's like relationships that like you have to sacrifice a part of yourself. And so when you talk about them, you got to say like within the situation, is it worth it? Like, is it something that you can work on? Is it something that you can improve? Like, you know, mm-hmm. what's your, uh, what's your experience, Jules? Experience in... Like, um, like, how do you feel? How do you feel about... Something have you ever want- had to do that? And was it worth it? And like, how do you feel about like, what is worth it to sacrifice? And should you even sacrifice any part of yourself for any relationship for anybody? <clears throat> <laughs> oh no. no! I'm just kidding. <laughs> <clears throat> um, like I said in the beginning, I feel like I'm still learning so much about myself and learning about what I want, what I don't want in this life, what I want for myself, what I want from others. Um, so, 100%, I feel like it is worth it. Sometimes it is worth um, the uncomfortable conversations, the uncomfortable moments. Um, but you also do have to remember that you come first. Mm -hmm. So don't try to lower yourself and lower your standards for someone else's comfortability. Um, You have to remember that you are first. And even if it is going to hurt someone else's feelings, you do have to remember that your peace and your your peace of mind and your health comes first. And draw that boundary, girl. And draw that boundary, 100%. But it is also okay to know that you are human mm-hmm. and you do make mistakes, but just to learn from it. I feel like it it's only a mistake if you don't learn from it. And right, for I'm me... take note of that. That's the third episode that she said it in, so... <laughs> yeah, no, because it does... I make mistakes and I always beat myself up about it because I always feel like, damn, I'm still that same person. But it's like, I'm fucking human. Like I literally, I go through this life and I'm literally learning every day. And as I'm on this podcast, I'm learning every day. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I'm so lucky. I, you don't even realize how lucky you are. Um, so regarding the question, you're human. You are allowed to do whatever you want if you think that it's worth your peace, if you think that at the end of the day, it's if you feel comfortable with it, if you think that it is worth your time, do whatever you, at the end of the day, you feel comfortable, you feel happy. It's all within yourself. Yeah. What you feel comfortable with, what you want to put up with, if you feel safe, it is all ends with you. Snap, snap. 100%. Snap, snap, girl. Snap, snap. Um, a lot of times, well, ultimately, 
what you want is to be able to either get away from these toxic relationships and the ones that are harming your mental health mm-hmm. and that are really safety mm-hmm. like you you want to ultimately you want to get away from that i think that everything um needs communication expression you know like it needs to be handled but if it can't be or if it you know just it is the end game for it is like that we gotta go then like ultimately like you have to be very aware of how this what this relationship is like you have to always i think do constant evaluations Mm. of yourself of where you are with yourself and then where you are with people like you have to constantly like assess like where you are in your life what you need right now what you take what you can't take um what you want to give people what you can give people like these are all different boundaries that makes like a relationship like healthy and it's all like this awareness right and so when you are aware that this relationship is not good for you when you are aware that this relationship makes you more anxious makes you more depressed it's making you more isolated it's making you do all these things that you don't want to do this person is literally controlling you like mm-hmm. all of these things are not good for you when you are aware of that and when you do decide to pick up and leave or you have to go that decision is very hard one to make and then two to actually carry out um and that's why what jules just says just said um do everything for you and put yourself first and always think about you like you have to do that so that you know how to be there for other people you have to be able to be there for yourself so that you can be there for others you have to know how to love yourself so that you can love others because everything is a reflection Whenever a relationship is introduced to me or whenever something is happening in a relationship of mine in my life, I always reflect on it first as to one, what is this person mirroring of me? Like, what are my patterns right now? How am I contributing to this? What are my actions and whatever, whatever? And then I have to evaluate like where I am in life. Um, I attract what I am. Yeah. That's why I'm constantly working on myself. Mm-hmm. But then when I do um when something does happen, I try to not go back into this pattern of like that was so stupid yeah. or like I was so stupid or I really dwell over it or I'm just constantly beating myself up or I'm feeling bad for myself. Yeah. Like all of those things, yeah, it's normal, but I have to remember that, like, so is fucking up. Yeah. And also another thing, it's so okay to be selfish. It's so okay to have those moments where you want to think about yourself first, where sometimes you wake up in the morning and you're like, what do I want to do today? Where's my head at? Let me go out and do something for me. And no, I don't want to text anybody else to come with me. Like, I just want to have this day for myself. You know, there are it's okay to be selfish and some people will make you feel bad for being selfish. And I can't believe you didn't think about me. I can't believe you Mm -hmm. didn't, but that's all a whole nother topic of manipulation and Mm -hmm. gaslighting. But it's like, 
don't ever let anybody make you feel bad for doing things for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Oprah said this. the ones will understand that you're doing it for you. They love you as well. Oprah said this really good thing that said, do you want to be right or do you want peace? And I said, oh, my God. Like, I literally, as soon as I heard her say, I was listening to Yeah, Oprah, come come through, Oprah. You know, like, as soon as I read it, I was like, screenshot, recorded, playback. Like, I was like, wow. True. Because sometimes you need to be selfish in order to gain that self-love and self-confidence. One, to show up for people Mm -hmm. and for people to love and respect you and to treat you have to treat yourself good for people to treat you good. Exactly. But yeah, exactly. You got to treat others how you want to be treated and then treat yourself how you want to be treated. And spend time with yourself. Exactly. Take yourself out. Yeah. You have to strength. You have to strengthen your relationship with yourself. Your relationship with yourself is the main relationship that does anything to your mental health. Yep. Because when you have a good relationship with yourself or when you're in a like more progressive place, or whatever. I don't even know if progressive is like the word. But when you're, you know, like, then you can, you're less mean to yourself. Mm-hmm. You f- you put yourself through a little less pain, you know, and you move through it a little smoother. Yeah. Because like, damn, bitch, how much yeah. pain am I going to be in? Exactly. Why am Fuck. I crying all the time? I know. <laughs> yeah, like, I love that you go to the skate park by yourself. Like, I love that that's like your... That's like your, okay, I'm going to spend my time alone. Or yeah. like how we go to the gym and we go by ourselves. Like that's yeah. like our like a, a time alone. That's like our spending our time with ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, and everybody, some people have their own. Some people yeah. like to go kayaking or some people, you know, have that alone time. So I think it's really important. It's very important. I always, I spend a lot. I, like I spend do. a lot of time with, my, time with myself. But I also balance it out with like, I spend a lot of times with the same fucking three people. But they care about you and yeah, they love you. And so that's it's so all I refreshing need. to be with them. That's so all I who need. cares you're with the same three people? Exactly. The same three people that make you feel refreshed, make you feel loved, and make you feel like you. Mm-hmm. It's the best feeling ever. You know. Yes, me. I don't know what this has to Okay, into. one more question for me. Ready? What's up? What makes you roll your eyes every time you hear it? Donald Trump. I'm 23 years young. I roll my eyes at... I'm 23 years young. (laughs) Young. So are you saying that you roll your eyes at me? I love that you were like Donald Trump and I'm like you. (laughs) I'm just... In. What about you, Johnny? Every time you hear something that just makes you instant eye roll. Y'all might get mad at me for this, but it's um I don't know how to explain it the best way, but it's people at the gym. People at the gym? And, yeah. What do they do? People. I understand. It's like the cringy, like uh yes. like your squad. I understand. Oh, no, none of that. No. Oh. People what you just said. Oh, so it's like when people are just eyes. there? <laughs> no, what you just said made me roll my eyes. People like that. <laughs> oh, that squat room? Or just no, like- that judge people. What are you talking about? What do you mean? I'm talking about people who judge people. Oh, so me? I'm talking about, well, yeah, you just judge people. You just oh, say so you just judge Donald people at the gym. What? Literally, Jules' <laughs> brain lost. cells left. You it ran away. It started the car. So I'm so lost then. She has left the station. I, ha- I am then. I just don't like the people who think they're better than other people. Because they go to the gym. Oh, okay. 
And there's a lot of people like that at the gym. I think the gym community can be really toxic. Oh, and I've noticed it been really toxic. So I try 100%. to stay myself out of it. Especially so, now. Why would yeah. we get mad at you? Not you getting mad at me. That's not what I said. Okay. I thought he said what I he... said was, you're like, you, when I said that, what made me roll my eyes, you said, like, people squatting wrong. Like, no. Okay. I don't. I don't I focus thought, on other people at the gym. Okay, yeah. Like I let everyone do that. And if they're doing it wrong, they're doing it wrong. I don't really care. I go that's up to on them. I don't give a fuck about none of that. Someone else could fix it. And that's you. But for me. <laughs> I love it. She said I go up to people. I know. I'm like, I go up to I people. Don't. For no, me, I'm, I'm going to leave them be. I'm going to let them do them. They're in the gym doing what they got to do. And that's what I cared about. But everything else, work out how you work out. Yeah. You know what makes me roll my eyes? What? When a man approached me and said, what are you, Japanese, Korean? Japanese? I would roll my eyes at him, too. I'm like, bitch, I would are you? Like, I'm literally instant shut was down. Was that at the gym? Instant? No, oh. that, was, that was yesterday at a bar. Oof. That's and my best, my best friend was just like, do you ask, do you go up to everyone and ask their yeah, ethnicity? Like, and then his response to my best friend was, I didn't ask you. Okay, and then wrong. that's when I was like, yeah, I know, bitch. Now get the fuck away from yeah, me. Like, for real. Like, at I, that point, it's like, I hate that shit so fucking much. Like, why are you out here targeting fucking Asian women? Period. Bitch. Period. Period. Yeah. All right, everybody. Let's An end this episode on a strong note regarding relationships that are bad how many fucking times am i gonna sing here also i can't sing no more can't sing no more i really want to try on this mic so once we're done recording yeah i gonna leave okay this i guess i guess jules is gonna um sing ready <clears throat> yeah yeah America. Oh no. America. Not America. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Not America. <laughs> Um, all right. What would you put up with now versus what, what would you, what wouldn't you, what wouldn't you put up with now versus then? Someone. Yeah. Okay. Someone, um, trying to make my feelings unvalid. Yeah. Like someone trying to say like, okay. And what do you do in that situation? When always remind myself that my feelings are bad. Like, I'm allowed to feel this way. I love that you speak up and you tell them, like, I am allowed to feel this oh, way. Yeah. That you validate yourself. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Before, I would always question and be like, well, am I crazy for fan? But no, I'm 100%. And honestly, bringing you back into my life, you kind of shove that, like, bitch, you're allowed to motherfucking feel that way. Hell yeah. So I think, like, uh, in the beginning, I was like, even just like maybe just one year ago, I was like, damn, feelings are crazy. Like, are feelings just like there and they just come and they're just like in your head and they're just like, you're not allowed? Like, is it just like, you're like almost like mind fucks? Like, is it just like not like real things? But mm-hmm. no, feelings are valid. You're allowed to, even though they say some crazy things, they are 100% valid and you are allowed to feel whatever you're feeling. You just have to sit and say, hey, no judgment. This is how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Reassure me. if Even if it is crazy, just reassure me that this is what it is. This is what it's not. They are valid. 100%. Oh, I'm allowed. Oh, that was a... Oh, oh. 
I so, like constantly yes. run into the kitchen. That's something I will not. That's so funny. Put up with. What about you? Um, you talking crazy shit when someone? Okay, meaning before, if anyone was to ever say anything crazy or stupid or a joke that I don't like or whatever, I would still go along with the conversation <laughs> and like just kind of like either brush it off or just to whatever. But now I'm like, you you talking some crazy shit right now? I don't like it. Like you got like I don't like that. Don't don't say that. <laughs> you're not funny. You're that's another thing. If you're, you if you try to joke with me, I will not laugh. And you will be offended and I'm gonna be like that's a personal thing, baby, cuz it was just not funny. Period. And also don't try to entertain me when I told you to not be in my space. Okay. What about you, Jonathan? I'm not tolerating. Sorry, it's just it's like a hard question. No, you're good. Cause you haven't ever taken shit from nobody. No, it's not Period. even. It's not even that. It's just. I don't know. Can I answer for you? Sure. Who you can and can't hang out with? Oh, there we go. That's a because that's one. something big that he used to. I was his friend around that time. I'll take that. I couldn't even. Hang, I couldn't one. even hang out with I him. I used that one a lot. Damn. I'll take that because I was okay. a girl. Oh. Yep. But I was his best friend's niece, so what the heck? Who cares? Exactly. I wasn't trying to do no shady shit. I just wanted to smoke. Whatevs. It's cool. I appreciate that one. Thank you for I listening. You. I got you. <laughs> I was around, You are heard so. and seen. We are all heard and seen. Yes, we are. Heard and seen. Thank you guys so much for tuning in of another episode of mental chillness i hope that we keep progressing every episode and i thank you for being here to witness our growth you know what i'm saying thank you for being here with us thank you for being a part of this community thank you for listening thank you for hanging out with us thank you for subscribing thank you for coming back thank you thank you thank you thank you and don't forget to follow oh, yeah. us oh yeah <laughs> please do that and yes. rate and review and like but really though like share whatever episode you want or you think could help or whatever 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 like i hope that you guys share this with your friends and your fam and follow us on instagram at mentalchillness.podcast and follow us on facebook at mentalchillnesspodcast Alrighty, guys. I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your day. And remember, new episodes every single Monday. Wait, I don't want to deprive you guys of Jules' fairy buff mother introduction there because we, we didn't have it. So we're going to say a fairy buff mother outro. We are. Alrighty. We are your fairy buff mothers. And we are Audi, baby. We out. Bye. Bye.